This is our only chance. We have to take it. We need Kong. The world needs him. To stop what's coming. And this child. She's the only one he'll communicate with. I knew that they had a bond. She had nowhere to go, so I made a promise to protect her. And I think that in some way, Kong did the same. These are dangerous times. Godzilla's out there and he's hurting people and we don't know why. Provoking him that we're not seeing here. I'm of the same opinion. The myths are real. Yeah. There was a war. And they're the last ones standing. I keep reaching for greatness because I'm built from it. Who bows to who? Nobody gonna stop for me. Kong bows to no one. to watch 30 movies, a movie each day in June. It's day three of year eight of movie month, and the podcast will start soon. He's going to watch 30 movies. Films and some lowbrow. Year eight of fans, not experts. Movie month, and the podcast starts right now. Year eight, year eight of movie month. That much you already know. Year eight, year eight of movie month. And now it's time for the show.
Hey, of the nighttime world. You're my headline queen. I have no idea what this song has to do with uh, the movie I just watched. The word king is in it, and it's the first thing I thought of, and there you go. Folks, it's 1030 at night, June 3rd, 2021. I just watched uh, the Boston Bruins win in overtime sports, and I'm here to talk about today's movie, Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, it was pretty much exactly what I had expected. Godzilla, quote-unquote, versus Kong, much like any other thing where you see good guys versus good guys, Batman versus Superman. Oh, they're fighting each other, and then they're teaming up against somebody. So you, I, I, I felt that's what it was going to be, and ding, 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 I was correct. Um, so we had, let me see if I can go through the plot of the movie, because I have to tell you. I watched this in drips and draps, starting at like... 7.30 this morning, and ending in between the third period and overtime. That is how I watched uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Really a, a terrible way to watch a movie. Um, tomorrow's movie, I plan on sitting on the couch. I have the day off watching it on the television, you know, and, and watching it all in one sitting. But I've, I think maybe I did that with Bill and Ted, but definitely the last two days I haven't done it. But that's the, way, that's the rules of the game, baby. Get the, get the movie in and uh, watch it. And move on to the next day. Um, so, okay. When we last saw King Kong, it was like the 70s, right? And he was on Skull Island. Now he's uh, he's on, he's in like a facility? Or is it on Kong, is it on Skull Island? But they kept his facility there and they, they put him in some kind of like fake cage. I don't know, it doesn't give a crap. There's a little girl who can communicate, who communicates with him, is friends with him. And she's like the adopted daughter of the scientist. Uh, and they watch Kong. And at the same time, uh, there's this company called Apex, whatever, whatever, doesn't really matter. And Godzilla uh, attacks them seemingly out of the blue. But it turns out that it's not really out of the blue. They're up to shady stuff. And they're creating some kind of thing. And Godzilla can sense it. And uh, we'll get to that. That's really kind of the big... Um, the big uh, climax, triumphant end. So Godzilla is seen as the bad guy. Everyone's like, but Godzilla's bad. And only Millie Barbara Brown is like, no, Godzilla's good because she's in this. Now, remember, she's um, Coach Taylor's her dad. I, I can never think of his name. Kyle Chandler. There we go. Um, his Her mom is, uh, is it Mir Formica? I, I can't. I, I love the actress. I'm going to be watching her tomorrow, and yet I, I can't think of her name. Um, she was not in this one. She was in the last one. She's not in this one. Uh, basically, Kyle Chandler was in it for five minutes. I'm not sure what Millie Bobby Brown did in this movie. You know, she's a she's a she's a star, so obviously she's a name. Um, having her to, attached to the movie is good. Uh, she had. A friend who, I can't think of his name, Julian something or other, he is in uh, The Hunt for the Wilder People. I think that's what it's called. The Taika Waititi movie. Really good in that. I think he's in Deadpool too, also. Uh, so he's like the funniest little sidekick. And then Brian Tyree is the is kind of this kooky podcaster who, who connects, hooks up with the two kids. And they somehow find their way in Hong Kong. And they somehow help to save the day. 
it's all kind of like snooping around, kids looking in, you know, oh, we shouldn't be here. And, and then they, they wind up accidentally in Hong Kong, and then they wind up discovering the big bad guy, which is really the company. And the company is putting together the bad guy, and that Godzilla sensed that, and that's why he attacked them. Now, here's where it got a little kooky for me. There's this whole center of the earth thing. It's called hollow earth. There's this whole theory. And we had Alexander Skarsgård, uh, and he's a scientist uh, with a golden smile who's a little down on his luck because they tried to go to the hollow earth and his brother blew up. And you know that because later on in the movie, he does the wonderful thing where he holds a photo of him and his brother and just looks at it and he's like, oh my God, you're dead. And the, the rich guy comes to him and he's like, look, we think there's energy down there that can help us against Godzilla. Because remember, they think Godzilla, they just assume Godzilla's bad. And we can have it just in case we need it. He's like, really? Okay, let's do it. Well, he goes, I have a theory that all these monsters um, are the way to get down there. Because the last time we went, gravity ripped my brother to shreds. I think the way we do it is we, f- we, we go with King Kong and um, he'll let us through the door. And I'm like, okay, just go with this. So now they're flying. They take King Kong by a boat they want to go to antarctica because there's a gate there i don't know they built this gate you got to just kind of assume all this stuff makes sense i'm sure it looked awesome on the big screen uh and so they they start going to on a boat and king kong is tied up uh or chained up and um the little girl communicates with him and you find out he knows sign language he signed for home turns out later he knows complete perfect english and sign language i mean she's saying complex things and he's like oh yeah yeah she's like godzilla is my is our friend he's like okay yeah sure sure yeah godzilla's our friend cool 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 um i mean i think they were playing charades at one point so godzilla you know can sense these monsters can sense each other so godzilla goes and attacks and we have our first fight um king kong survives god king kong stands down they godzilla goes away and now they're like, all right, let's just let's take them by air. So they fly God uh, King Kong to Antarctica. And they're like, go in that tube. He's like, no, I don't want to go in that tube. And they're like, no, no, go in that tube. Your family may be there. He's like, really? Okay, let's go. So he runs through the tube. They need him. So now they fly their magic spaceships through the tube. And you're like, you're going down deep, deep. And then you hit this like whoop, this like vortex. I don't know what the hell it is. And um, they go through it and, go, and King Kong's like, oh, I'm falling. And the ship is like, whoa, this is crazy. And now it's, so it's them, but it's paid for by the, the, the rich guy who says, go get the energy. But it's Alexander Skarsgård, the scientist, and the little girl who can, um, who can talk to King Kong. Now, anybody with, with sign language would talk to King Kong, but King Kong trusts her. So I guess that's why it's safe to bring a nine-year-old girl to effing hollow earth. I don't know. That scientist should have that child taken away from her, and she should be prosecuted to the fullest. So they go into center Earth, and here's what I don't understand. It's like blue skies, clouds, sun. I think was so. I guess I want to say the energy core of the Earth lights up, and I'm going to say reflects off the shiny inside that makes the sky. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It's actually really beautiful down there. But there's big monsters, and Kong is like, "This is cool. I like this." This is awesome. And he's like, oh, I'm going to, oh, look, there's a handprint. My ancestors were here. This really was where my family is. Oh, there's a a monster. I'll rip his head off. Cool. Oh, there's a cool axe. Oh, the axe glows. Oh, the axe has energy. And they find the energy core. And then the daughter of the the bad scientist is like, hey, we're actually here to steal some of that energy to bring back to the the surface. And like, what are you talking about? And um, 
he's like, oh, they're like, uh, this is what it's all about. Now, somehow they can they can scoop it up, put it in a machine, and then upload it, and it goes all the way back up to Earth. I don't know how this works. Now, it turns out that while this is going on, Millie Bobby Brown and Brian Tyree, I don't remember his last name. He's Paperboy in, um, in Atlanta. And the friend, uh, you know, they end up take accidentally in Hong Kong because they broke into one place and they, they hit a, a um, like a shuttle that underground brought them to Hong Kong. Just go with it. And while they're there, they're like, oh, my God, they're making a robot Godzilla. And, he, and the kid's like, it's not a robot. That's not. He's like, it's not a robot Godzilla. That's a Mecha Godzilla. That's my New Zealand accent. Mecha Godzilla. So they're like, I go, there it is. That's, I didn't, I don't think I realized that Mecha Godzilla was the bad guy. Now, if you look at those old 60s, 50s movies, there's a Mecha Godzilla. It's just like a man in a, in a kind of a tin suit. Uh, but this time we got this giant robot, and we find out that the robot is being controlled by the scientist assistant, this dude um, who is like controlling it with his mind. But then we find out that, um, that the, uh, the robot, okay, the, the guy is with the mind is connected through wires to a skull. The skull belonged to Monster Zero from the last movie. And that gives him that, that skull had like psychic powers or the body did or whatever. And so they're using that as a neural uplink to control Mecha Godzilla. But they didn't have enough power. So they got the power. They came up from the Hollow Earth and. I'm doing pretty good considering I watched this like in chunks and they brought it up to the hollow earth, uh, to, to power Mecha Godzilla. But then like there was, so Billy Bobby Brown and her gang got caught and they, they, they get brought to the, to the big bad guy who's like the, um, you know, the owner of this apex, uh, facility, cybernetics. Um, and he's like, I am making this so that we can control Mecha Godzilla. And, and so we can have a chance, but somehow the neural link, uh, disconnected and the, it, it turned off while that was, this was actually kind of, of I enjoyed this part cause it turned off. So it wasn't connected anymore. And Mecha Godzilla, you just start slowly turning behind the big guy and walking up. And then you get that classic, the guy looks and goes, Oh shit. And then pff, Mecha Godzilla kills him down in hollow earth. Um, as they're trying to leave, uh, the, the army people and the good scientist, um, Godzilla, I mean, King Kong kills the daughter of the army person, smushes her spaceship. She was kind of a jerk. Uh, and the other people left, were able to leave. They, oh no, Godzilla at the same time, for some reason, comes to a certain area and shoots a, his, his laser breath through the earth all the way down to hollow earth, making a new tunnel. And I think that's how they flew out. So that's how Godzilla came up. Uh, that's how King Kong came up. That's how they flew out. And then all of a sudden, Mecha Godzilla's like, I'm here to fight Godzilla. So they start fighting. Oh, no. First, we get a fight of Godzilla and King Kong. But that goes on some more. King Kong is down for the count. Godzilla pretty much won. But then Mecha Godzilla comes up and starts beating the crap out of Godzilla. Alexander Skarsgård and the, the, and the scientist and the little girl, they take their spaceship uh, well, even though it's, it's like an Earth ship, whatever you want to call it, a hollow Earth ship, bring it back to Earth. And he's like, this thing has so much electrical powers, I bet I could use it as a defibrillator and start King Kong's heart. Sort of, kind of. So they're like, oh, here goes nothing. He puts it on, he puts the ship on on King Kong's heart, runs away, bing, 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 boom, and then Kong comes up. He's like, ah! He goes, beats the crap out of Mechagodzilla, rips his head off, and then... Um, 
then Godzilla looks at him. He looks at Godzilla and it's like, what's up? What's up? And Godzilla says, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm Poochie. I have to go back to my home planet. He flies. He, he goes back into the ocean. And, um, and then it goes to end. But then we see now King, now King Kong is, is, let roaming, is uh, left to roam free. There's a kind of a care facility for him now in Hollow Earth. And they're just all, all the humans are just hanging out in Hollow Earth now. It's like a nice vacation spot when credits roll. And there was no post-credits. Even though I thought I heard like a bloop, bloop. Like maybe a underwater monster or something for the future. I don't know, but that is King Kong, uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. I just, I just basically gave you the plot summary. I don't even know if that was what I was planning on doing when I did this. But as I say, I'm hopped up on Bruins winning. Um, and as I said, you know, I talked about my dog yesterday. She is, she's sleeping right now, or she's completely relaxed right now. I don't want to chance it. Last night, after I finished talking to you, I was like, all right, time for bed. Let's go to bed. And then my dog started doing it again. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. And then uh, that lasted for about an hour. We finally passed out. Took her to the vet today. Um, She might have, okay, let's be honest with you. They checked her shit. She might have a little bacteria in there. She likes to pick up stuff when she's out walking, so she might have got into something. I was actually glad they found something there because that means we could probably deal with this. Got her on some antibiotics, some probiotics. And then I thought to myself, wait, the probiotics and the antibiotics, don't they cancel each other out? So now she's just getting biotics? I don't know. Um, got her on some mild food. and uh, But she's not on the antibiotics or the probiotics tonight. So I'm kind of going this, I'm going this like without a parachute tonight. And I just hope she chills. I, I'm going to try to sleep. I don't want to pick her up. I'm just going to leave her on the couch, let her chill, and hope for the best. Um, anyway, the movie. Oh, yeah, the movie. So... I was like, it felt like, like, I feel like a lot happened when I said it, but while I was watching it in different chunks, I was like, what is this it? This is what's happening. I, it got good reviews. It got a good positive reviews. And I think it was enjoyable. Maybe if I saw it on the big screen, I'd like it even more. I haven't seen one of these Godzilla movies on the big screen. I like King of the Monsters more because there was so much more monstering. Um, whereas this, there was a lot of humans. And then like, you just... You know that guy who's like, I'm here to help humanity. You know he's the bad guy. Like just, or I mean, a just a ruthless, not a bad guy, but a selfish guy. Maybe he wasn't like evil, but he was um, greed. Maybe I don't know. Uh, and you know the you had the, the fun like the, the the kids with the the guy who the um, oh, paper boy. I don't know his name. Uh, he was basically, he's a podcaster slash conspiracy theory slash investigating stuff. And he's like, he's like, um, this, what's that you got there? Well, the kid's like, what do you got there? He's like, this is a bottle of whiskey or something like that. And he, why is it in a gun holster? It's a, it's a gift from my wife. She passed away. And I always said, once this bottle's empty, glass is empty, I've given up. And I'm like, wait a second. We're going to see that again. And of course, later they take the drink, pour it on the computer that, that's running uh, Mecha Godzilla, and um, and they um, they short that system out, which allows King Kong just enough to. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I just I just um, if if Christian, if you're if you're reading if you're listening to this hunkberger, I just saw your tweet <laughs> come come in Instagram. I mean, uh, Spotify is doing a thing uh, where. Um, you can see that, like, you're you're the only person who listens from this to this, like, to show how unique you are. Mine came Paul Williams, who does all the Muppets 
and Emmett on his Dragman Christmas. It says, who else would listen to Paul Williams after Metallica? And Christian had this Dr. Octagon after Miley Cyrus. Christian, if you're listening to this, I just liked your tweet live on the podcast. Okay. Um, where was I? So it, it was... I, I, it was enjoyable, but it wasn't like, it wasn't wonderful. Like, I think the last one, again, maybe just with all the monsters, I was having such a fun time and watching it. This time I was like, oh, I'm enjoying this. Oh, I know this is coming. This is, it was a little more predictable and just kind of like, I, I got a little lost with the hollow earth and it was like, wait, is there sunny and there's clouds? How is this possible? And they probably explained it and I just missed it. Because, you know, I watched that part at like 7 a.m. this morning. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have anything else to say about it. If there was anything of interest. Like, I don't feel like they even teased a next movie. You know, I guess something could happen in Hollow Earth. I don't know. But that's Hollow Earth just looks like, I don't know, just a giant, beautiful jungle. Really, at one point I was saying... You know, technically, I'm really just watching a video game fight another video game. And that's what most of these movies are now anyway. Even all the Marvel movies and superhero movies, you're mostly just watching computer animated stuff. It really just comes down to, can you make that emote enough and give me a good enough story? Yeah, I guess I was kind of like, oh, Kong, they make him, they, they do give him good emotion behind his eyes. I don't think it was Andy Serkis. I just assume every every gorilla and monkey I see on screen is Andy Serkis. Um That'd be, <laughs> yep, yep, me again. Um, but uh, they did a good job with that. I guess I enjoy these movies. I just didn't feel as, I didn't enjoy it as much as I liked the last one. Uh, maybe because Vera Farmiga, boom, I remember her name, um, wasn't in it. And maybe just because I was like, wait, what are these kids even doing? It just kind of happenstance, like, let's go, let's go here. Let's go there. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. And it ends up that they end up, def- you know, helping to defeat Mechagodzilla by pouring a drink onto a computer screen. You know, little things like that that just were like eh, a little weak. But that's not what the movie's about. The movie's about seeing two monsters fight each other and then fight a giant a robot monster. And, be- and with that, it definitely did deliver. You knew uh, Godzilla versus Kong wasn't going to be about Godzilla versus Kong. It was going to be about two of them butting heads until finally... Um, they, you know, come together to fight a giant robot. Obviously, how else could it end? Um, and speaking of ending, we're done here, folks. I want to thank you guys for listening and subscribing. Thank you, guys. Uh, day three, day three. We're almost, um, oh, we're almost halfway, we're almost a tenth of the way there. A tenth of the way there. I was going to say halfway through my first week, but now we're one-tenth of the way there. And I'm on the weekend now, baby. I've got a long weekend, so I'm excited about that tomorrow. I'm going to be heading back to HBO Max for a movie that is premiering uh, one of those same day in the theaters uh, and, say, and um, you know, on HBO Max. But I'm not going to HBO Max. I'm not going to the theater. I'm going to the couch. So I hope you join me then. Um, I don't know if you know what it is by now. I feel like I might have given it away. That doesn't matter. I don't care. Um, somehow, after the Bruins, they went right to gymnastics on NBC Sports. And this guy's doing the rings right now, the hanging rings. That is wild. Like, oh my God. I can barely like, oh my God, how is this arm not twisted off? This is wild. I should just do a gymnastics podcast. Imagine if I did a gymnastics podcast for the next like 29 days. I just, or 27 days. I barely talked about the movies. And I said, guys, I just watched this dude on the pummel horse. It was ridiculous. 
All right, my friends, you know where to find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality, on Instagram at Geek Mentality. The Facebook page is Fans Not Experts. The website is FansNotExperts.com. The podcast is Geek Mentality. And the theme song, oh yeah, this is my theme song. This is my podcast, I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Because I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time and I'm kind of handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe. At least listen to this episode. Fans not experts.